Quack, quack, honk, honk, and a vroom, vroom to you. Good evening, and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures. I am Stan Poggle, and the host of the show, the star of the show, my good friend, legendary Hall of Famer, freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak, is on the line. Do I got you there, buddy? Yeah, I thought you hung up on me after giving me all that, that, that hoopla. Well, you know, the ducks are flying today. The geese, they do not stand a chance either. They're getting shot today. Uh, the only people who ain't getting shot are, are people like you and I, Kuduk. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not going to go out and shoot no flying rats. I got uh, I got my uh, my birds running around in the yard with the rabbits, and I do got some ducks in my pond over here. And, uh, you know, I, I, back years ago, I used to like shooting ducks and geese and this and that, but as I get older, you know, I, I don't know, I just kind of lost the... Lost the flavor to eat them like I used to, and now I'm just, uh, you know, I eat the bass and the walleyes and the, and the venison. Well, it's too much fast food. You've gotten into that so much uh, over the years that you can't resist that and, and go over to a good old wholesome, you know, pheasant or duck or goose. Well, you know, I like eating pheasant, especially smoked pheasant, and I like my my smoked tulipies and my smoked bass and, you know, that stuff I, I like. And, uh, you know, with a good salad and some fried potatoes, you can't beat it. Did you get enough rain in your area? Most people have uh, ponds and lakes and rivers going through their property right now after that big rainstorm. I think most places here in the metro got around four inches or so. I noticed in my old stomping grounds down in uh, the Okaboji area down there, they had a few tornadoes go through that area. They had over seven inches of rain, I think, in one day. So uh, many places are flooding, and I know down south, uh, for those listeners in southern Minnesota, too, we want to send out our thoughts to all those folks that are going through that because uh, not, a, not a fun time when, when the trees start falling and, and buildings start blowing over. It's never fun. No, we got, we got lots of rain up here. Uh, you know, two days straight, it, it just didn't quit, and finally got the, got the lawn cut yesterday afternoon, and you know, I had... You know, everything, everything, you know, breaks at one time. So I had to tear the mower deck apart and fix that. And by now that you got me thinking on that, uh, my good buddy, Daryl Stimler from Malacca worked for the city of Malacca for 35 years. He retired. When we get done here, I am going to his retirement party in town. So. Oh boy. That sounds like trouble. Now, when he worked for the city, was he the guy that actually shoveled the hole or was he the guy standing next to the guy holding a shovel that was shoveling the hole? Well, Daryl, Daryl's been there since probably right out of high school, and that guy could run any piece of equipment. He was, you know, put it like this: the guys that that are taking over his job, good luck because this yeah. guy knows every shut up in that town. Wait, he don't need a map; he knows right where they are. I mean, he's he's going to be sorely missed in that town. And they hired a bunch of new people in there, from the bosses all the way down. It, it's going to be interesting the next next few years because. I got a feeling his phone's still going to be ringing. Yeah, well, make sure he uh, gets his dues for that, and uh, wish him happy retirement. That's a day I'm I'm very much looking forward to. I mean, work is fun, especially here at the radio station. It doesn't get much more fun than this, but at the same time, I'd have a lot more fish fun if I was out fishing or hunting or or you know putzing around on a cycle or boat or whatever. Well, retirement is retirement, but you, it seems like everybody that retires. You know, they can't retire. They, they, they. You get, you get more work 
than when you're working because everybody knows you're retired, so now they think you've got all kinds of time so the phone don't quit ringing. Yeah, I know my parents are going through that same thing. My mom, every time I go down there, I hardly see her because she's out doing something for the garden club or she's out doing something for the historical society or she's running errands for this person or taking somebody to the airport or back. So, yeah, it definitely uh, does get hectic, but it's good. It keeps you young. Oh, you bet, you bet. I mean, it's... uh... Yeah, retirement is there's nothing wrong with retirement. You just gotta go gotta make time for yourself and go do stuff. Well speaking of retirement, a guy that's really been uh slacking off late lately, our buddy Mike Coldfront Curry, hence the cold weather that we've been having. He's gonna be on the show today. Yeah, yeah. I, I he's up in my neck of the woods, I believe, with the with a bunch of his cronies. So uh we'll find out. I'm sure I I'm sure them boys went duck cutting today and you know, nice blue sky. It's warm out. It's windy. So them, them bucks had to be just to fly in today. I bet they were miles miles high. They probably got some locals shooting in over where they're at. But uh, I, I, it'd be I just wonder how many they do. You know, it's all local ducks now. So once they hear a few shots, they're they're in the next pond over. Well, I'm just curious if he's going to be all right because he was talking. He sent me a text earlier wondering when we were going to get a hold of him because sounds like he's in a bit of a hurry. Sounds like he's looking to get into the voodoos here shortly. Well, when he gets up up north here, you know, uh, he's got his little hunting shack in the woods there, and I, I believe the boys have probably got a, a bonfire going and roasting some wieners and probably having a few uh, adult beverages. Knowing, knowing them guys, I might have to go go check up on them there a little later and probably probably give them a little talking to it, tell them to straighten out and fly right. Yeah, you better go up there. It sounds like you may need some help. He mentioned also something about chainsaws, so I'm guessing they must be uh, clearing some paths or clearing out some trees, so they could probably use your uh, strong back there, young man. Uh, no, that's not, not for me. My no? back is uh, <laughs> no longer in use anymore. It's pretty much shot nowadays, but... Uh, you know, the fall fishing is still going up here on Mille Lacs. I mean, the guys are out catching bass. They're catching walleyes. I mean, if I get, you know, if a guy guy looking for something to do, you know, there's a few launches still in the lake around here. Uh, Terry's is still in. Dickie's is still in. Uh, you guys want to go up and have some fun. Now's the time to come catch them smallies. I mean, it's, it's, it's on. It definitely is, and I'm looking forward to it, too. I checked the water temp uh, here a couple of days ago, and it was in the mid-60s out on Minnetonka, so I'm guessing it's dropped a couple, three, four degrees since then. So I'm thinking uh, probably tomorrow I'm going to start venturing out and uh, trying to get my hands on a few uh, walleyes as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's the time now if you can find some leeches or, or some night crawlers and some crankbaits, you know, you got you you can you can catch some walleyes. They're they're starting to stage up in the shallow water and get the get the minnows and stuff or the edge of the weed lines. I mean, they're pretty easy picking. Or like you're fishing out here, I would think they'd start coming in them channels. Yep, that's where we're going to be heading here over the next couple of weeks. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, should be hopefully a good uh, fall season. We didn't really have much of a spring this year, so it kind of went from from fall to to summer this spring. So hopefully uh, uh, fall will be a little bit uh, longer uh, winded. But I know the temperatures, I was looking at the long-range forecast, and they're talking highs in the 50s here uh, coming up uh, the week after next, pretty much 60s all this coming week. So that water is going to be cooling off pretty quick. And, you know, it's also bow season. I mean, there's a lot of guys around bow, and I see a young lady 
there was, I don't know where I see that. There was in one of the papers or something. Young gal from up here in Malacca shot a huge buck. I mean, a big buck. I think it was 12 pointer or better. And it was young gal. I don't know. She probably, you know, teenager arrowed it. And boy, I tell you what, that's a dandy deer. I, I, I'm almost betting that she's going to put that one on the wall because it was a, it was a nice buck. It's so, good. I mean, the deer hunters, a lot of guys are seeing deer. I, I was driving around this morning and I seen, uh, Oh, I don't know. It was twenty-five, thirty turkeys. So they're they're out in great guns. And the the bear buddy of mine hunting just north here, he had a bear crawling up his deer stand here the other night. He's got a bunch of pictures of that. So I tried to get him to post it on our Facebook. That's the second one I've 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 heard coming up a ladder to see a guy to sit in the stand with him. Yeah, a lot of people uh, looking like they're getting out, getting some geese and ducks. I noticed our buddy Briggs, he had a bunch up there, up north, and I know a lot of my friends in south-central Minnesota, they were out as well, uh, getting some, a lot of woodies and uh, a few mallards as well, but uh, mostly a lot of wood ducks I saw. Yeah, well, Briggs is up in God's country, you know, they're they're shooting them, they're up on the border up there, up on Lake of the Woods, and they get, you know, the Canadian geese and the, and the North Dakota ones up there where they hunt, and yeah, they they got the early season. They've been they've been pounding away up there for I don't know, I, I would almost think it was been a month already. They've been shooting geese up there, but yeah, them them boys and I believe Briggsy guides for goose hunting and duck hunting up there. So if somebody down south of the cities or wherever you're looking for a place, give Briggsy a call. Tom Briggs up in up in Lake of the Woods there. He's got the the big semi there with the decoys in it and the whole ball of wax and. I know they they got a you know four or five guys that guide up there and they they do real well in the goose hunting and duck hunting up there. Definitely, and the the fall walleye run is starting up up there as well. I've heard good things about that, and even on the uh, Four Mile Bay there, they're catching a lot of uh, walleyes up there. So, if uh, you're looking to uh, get up to a great place to do some fishing, uh, that's definitely a place to go. But uh, speaking of that, uh, we've talked about this in the past, but there's a couple of meetings coming up. As far as those changes we chatted about here over the past couple of months, Kuduk on Lake of the Woods, and also uh, Leech Lake looking to change a few things up as well. We'll get that into that a little bit later, probably the final segment of the show here. We'll go through some some uh, news from the outdoors. And also it's uh, Teach a Kid to Hunt small game this weekend, so that uh, if you take a kid 16 or under, uh, you can hunt small game without a license this weekend for you parents out there. So, and that was that's that's kind of the the gateway into hunting and fishing. I remember you know doing hitting the road ditches and hitting the little striped gophers and you know rabbits and squirrels and pigeons and doves and that was that was always fun. Oh, you back back when we were kids, we couldn't couldn't wait for the weekend to come. So, mom and dad could load us in the car, take us out to Buffalo to Grandpa's farm and. You know, we'd go out there and terrorize whatever we could shoot. You know, the pigeons in the barn, and you know, it was the uh, squirrels, chipmunks. It doesn't matter. We 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 went out there and did the what, what do they call it? Uh, uh, varmint control. Yes, yes, varmint control. That's what they call it. So we yeah, I got the I got the little one here again. He he showed up a little while ago, so he's out looking at the 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 birds in the in the backyard again. So I got a feeling he'll be. Firing up the the soft the airsoft gun here a little while and and going uh going to go practice. Oh boy! Well, if I hear any loud crashes, I'll know what happens with the uh, turtle getting out of control there with Grandpa. So uh, we're going to continue on here on outdoor adventures. Uh, Mike Coldfront Curry going to be joining us. Uh, longtime member of the Department of Natural Resources in Minnesota. Now he's living the good life. Retired. 
He's probably screwing around, so we will find out what the latest is with him and what's he been up to when we come back here on Outdoor Adventures. Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook as well. Kudak, I take you in a photo yesterday, but apparently you didn't see it. Uh, I don't know where the heck you were, but I was I was waiting out on the dock for you, waiting for you to pull up, and, and you didn't show. I had an extra cold one for you and everything, but you, no Kudak again. Was that was it a diet Mountain Dew? That's exactly what it was, yep. Yeah, well, I was probably working on a lot more cutting the grass. You know, I, I, I'm busy all the time. I just ain't got time to be lollygagging. Yeah, I even had some fried chicken for you. You know, you always tell me, bring some fried chicken and some dyed Mountain Dew. I had it all set up there. I had a bunch of potato salad for you, a bunch of buns. I had five-course chicken dinner for you, and then you don't show up. You must have went to Kentucky Fried Chicken with the Ziploc bag, huh? Yeah, exactly. That is, no, I am not that type of person, but I know somebody very well that uh, does uh, buck the system once in a while, if you know what I mean. Huh. I, I, I guess I... I guess you'd have to explain that to me because I really don't know what you're talking. About. Just, just a terrible, terrible human being. I, I won't go into it, but if if you if you ever met this guy, you'd just think, man, oh man, what what a terrible, terrible person. But you know, what, we're not going to get into that so much. We want to be happy here on Outdoor Adventures, and uh, hopefully, we got our buddy uh, Mike Coldfront Curry. He is uh, calling in from parts unknown today, just like the old wrestler in the AWA. Uh, hopefully he has a signal out there by Sasquatch. Are you there, Cold Front? Uh, uh, here, as a matter of fact, I saw Sasquatch yesterday. Oh yeah, you must have been up by Platte Lake then. Uh, no, there was there's another one uh, on the uh, west side of, uh, or make that the east side of uh, Malax, the uh, management area, and uh, back there's two Sasquatches. I think they're twins. Huh, could it be some of them other guys that retired from the DNR? Could it? <laughs> Funny guy. <laughs> Might be one of us retired guys that, yeah. you know, he just can't afford to uh, put uh, clothes on and you just walk around like a hairy ape. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, let's get to the point here, Curry. I, I know, you, you know, you've been retired for a couple months now, and you're up at the cabin working away, working away with all your sidekicks. And you, you guys all came up yesterday because I seen you going up 169 when I was coming south on 169. And uh, did you shoot anything? Uh, we did. Uh, we. I was kind of surprised. I was uh, working hard the last few days to try to find some some birds, and I was seeing nothing. Um, I was hitting all the sloughs around the Black's management area, and the only thing I could find were uh, uh, swans and uh, pterodactyls and and uh, those you know those sandhill cranes. I saw virtually nothing for for um, either ducks or. Uh, geese, and then this morning, 
were on one of the sloughs, and oh my God, the the Canada geese, they were coming off and just skiing from someplace south and and uh, flying north. It was just incredible amount, and of course we weren't in their flyway. Uh, and so that was a little tough, but we are going to have, uh, some teal hors d'oeuvres tonight and, uh, going along with the wild turkey that I shot this spring. So we're going to have wild turkey and teal tonight for dinner. And just I, think to, that's, I just, think that's better than fried chicken. And just to clarify, it's wild turkey, the bird, not wild turkey in the bottle, right? Uh, no, not the bottle. I can't handle that <laughs> stuff. I'd be under the table then. Yeah, exactly. Just well, it like sounds usually is, so. sounds like it's uh, been good to you. Then uh, have you been out uh, searching for grouse at all? Yeah, uh, I happened to uh, run across a few yesterday. Uh, not too bad uh, with that you know deluge uh, that we've had uh, with the you know the water levels are up pretty high right now. The woods are a little wet, but you know today. I was surprised how things uh, dried out uh, so nicely, and unfortunately, you played California Dreamer, and uh, all with all the uh, leaves turning brown. Well, there's a lot of green out there right now, and then bluebird skies today made for a pretty tough duck opener. But there was plenty of shooting going around, and I think the uh, uh, the Canada geese uh, were and the teal, and there's wood ducks around. We saw a few mallards, um, and but there's there's a, a fair amount of shooting going around. Did, did you did you scare up any deer on your walk through the woods? You know that that's a funny thing. Not a one. Uh, I was kind of surprised. I thought maybe they'd be moving around a little bit. I saw quite a few turkeys um, along with uh, the other species, but uh, the deer, the owls were hooting like like unbelievable this morning. So we got uh, a beautiful sunrise, and um, we got a little bit of shooting in, and uh, with with good people, and so it was a it really was a lot of fun this morning. Well, that's that's you know that that's what you know. It's like fishing, Mike. You know, you know, you go out fishing, and if you catch some fish, it's a bonus. I mean, yeah. it's it's the camaraderie, it's the fun, it's just to go do go through the steps and do it. Well, exactly. And that my 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 good uh, friend Jim is up at the cabin, and one of his sons, and we're splitting wood right now, and we are duck hunting. We've been working on the cabin. We might have a hmm an open house here at some point in time to show off the cabin. We've been doing a lot of work to it. So what have you been up to? I heard you even whipped out the chainsaws. You must be doing some heavy, heavy-duty heavy uh, lumberjacking up there. Oh, my gosh. We were out of firewood. <laughs> and, you know, the most fun you know, of the cabin is around the campfire where we tell some stories, and even some of them are true. But you got to have wood to burn. What have you been no, doing? You... You've been retired for months. I mean, you'd think you'd have a few, few uh, cords cut up by now. I mean, you've been slacking or what? Oh, I don't chainsaw when the when the temperature of the engine is the same temperature as outside. It's a today was pretty decent out there with the cool temperatures, uh, but you know I'm I'm looking to lose a few pounds. But uh, when you're uh, uh, sweating the way you do when you're lumberjacking, you want to be safe and cognizant of what you're doing. I want to make sure I come back with all my fingers and toes. So that heat is, it has been just too much. But uh, I've been literally working on the cabin so much there hasn't been time to do that but we found some down trees and and i think uh, we found a couple oaks that are in tough shape so uh i think uh, for next year i think we're in good shape right now so we'll have a bonfire waiting for you at some point in time what 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 are the colors like up there i'm guessing they're starting to change a little bit i know i was up there last week and they were just kind of starting to change has it progressed any or is it going to be a couple more weeks yet i think it's going to be on at least another week as if we got the the cooler temperatures coming in that they're predicting i think you know, you'll see the leaves uh, come down you know we had the good winds you know there are some leaves 
that are just uh, everything's kind of turning the understory on on the uh, uh, trees and the brush. You can start you're starting to be able to see through it a little bit, um, but you know the grouse hunting is almost almost impossible yet uh, with as much green as as there is right now. So you better have uh, you better be uh, quick uh, on the shot if you're going to get uh, a grouse. And I was lucky enough to get one the other day, so that's. Uh, that was awful good sautéed in garlic butter. You want to talk about fried chicken? How about fresh grouse? Oh, was that outstanding? Well, I'll tell you what. We had porker. We had uh, Tom up for. We did a TV shoot on uh, the lobster last Friday, and uh, he. We had a fish fry. He had some crappies and some other stuff, and uh, oh, sunnies and and uh, some northern, I believe it was. And then he brought out the pheasant, and he deep fried that pheasant. Well, I, I was so full from eating fish and everything else, I couldn't. But Stan, he stayed for an extra two hours and ate every bit of pheasant that he could stuff <laughs> on his gullet. Yeah, well, you better be careful of that, Stan, because uh, that's going to catch up to you, and it's going to all end up around the middle, and it's a lot tougher to take off than it is to put on. Well, it's already uh, caught up to me, I hate to tell you and admit it, but uh, this this summer was not uh, too kind to my waistband uh, by any means, but, uh, you know, it's all worth it. Uh, it had been a long time since I got the feast like that, so I was going to take advantage of it. But uh, you get, can you hang out with us for a couple more minutes? Oh, sure, Ken. Sounds good. Mike Coldfront Curry, newly retired from the DNR, so we'll uh, catch up more on his adventures as a uh, retiree, and uh, we'll find out more with him coming up next when Outdoor Adventures continues right after the news here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. So I stop in a local bar, you know, people. I go to the bar. I read my coat. I call a bartender. So look, man, come down here. He got down there. So what you want? I want bourbon. One stack. One beer. Into the second half of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, and the free iHeartRadio app. If you haven't yet, make sure you get that free iHeartRadio app. Download, listen to Outdoor Adventures anytime. You can also search Twin Cities News Talk and listen to any of the other great shows throughout the week and the weekend, anytime, anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. They also got some special features. They got your weekly mixtape, Kudak. I don't know if you've heard about this yet, but basically uh, it, it plays your favorite songs, and then the more you listen to it, it kind of crunches that playlist into your favorites, and you can thumb them up or thumb them down. And then you kind of get your own personalized mixtape, you know. That was probably a little bit after your time, but I remember the mixtapes back in the day. You'd make for the girlfriend, you know. Yeah, I just told her to turn KQ on back in the day. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that was way back in the day. But, you know, when I was a kid, we would, you know, take all those those sappy uh, pop songs that our girlfriends liked and and make a mixtape. How about you, Curry? I suppose you had to mix uh, eight tracks and uh, records like our buddy Kudak here. <laughs> uh, cassettes and, and the whole nine yards. In fact, I just gave away a bunch of them, so I probably had a couple hundred of them Got finally got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole box of them, too, and I, I don't know why, because I don't even have a vehicle that plays them anymore. I, I don't think I have a tape deck laying anywhere anymore. So I don't know why I'm hanging on to them. I think it's just nostalgia, but I I just haven't been able to part with them yet. Well, it's like baseball cards when we were kids, and I wish I had I wish I had mine right now. They I could have retired a lot earlier. Yeah, no kidding. A lot of us could have. 
I still got an eight-track player in my plow truck and a cassette player, and, and my Suburban is a cassette player. I, I still got it all. I, I got to go with the old school. I don't know why that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and he still has a rotary <laughs> telephone on the wall, too, I bet. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> they call it the Kudak. black and white TV. Yeah, they call it the Kudak phone instead of the bat phone. Yeah, I've yep. got a flip phone yet, I think, still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I do. And the best part is, is when the kids come over, you tell them to use the phone, they ain't got a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I tell you why, you know. Not having a phone, not having all the modern conveniences like up in the cabin, I don't have a problem not having the phone up here. Nobody can get a hold of me, and I've got a great excuse. i got no service. Well, I know where you're. I could find you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he doesn't know how to use a map, so he will find you, uh, Cold Front. But uh, Mike Cold Front Curry is our guest, a longtime friend here of Outdoor Adventures, and uh, kind of finding out what he's been doing with his retirement, and it sounds like you're having a lot of fun, and uh, and I'm glad to hear that, Mike. But uh, uh, any any big trips in the works for you coming up here, or are you going to kind of stick around the uh, home stomping grounds here for a no, while? No, we actually got some big trips going. I just uh, got back from Laxool. Uh, in you know early August, had a great trip up there with uh, some good friends and um, gentleman by the name of uh, Mark Norquist from Modern Carnivore, who's got a, a, a brand new uh, film out right now that his website to check it out moderncarnivore.com, and it's uh, it's all about uh, bringing new hunters into the uh, into the outdoors, and then Don Pereira, the the, the old fisheries chief. Uh, then a gentleman from Cabela's, Jay Johnson, a good friend of mine, Bob. We just had a great time up there. Uh, and then um, I'm getting home uh, tomorrow from the cabin, and then Tuesday headed up to uh, the Boundary Waters and going to do a little cast and blast up there uh, with, um, you know, doing a little walleye fishing, a little canoeing, and a little grouse hunting. And then I get back for a day, and then I'm headed to Lake of the Woods and oh. doing a little walleye musky Oh, trip. yeah, poor thing. Yeah, it's it's a tough life. Somebody's got to do it, though. Well, you know, you better bring your snowsuit, though, because if it's going to be in the 50s here, it's going to be probably below freezing up there. Yeah, that's okay. You know, it, you know, this is the thing that I really, uh, about the, the retirement thing, you know, I, I love what I did. Don't get me wrong, but I tell you what, I really missed out on, on being able to, you know, go on the pheasant trips, which I'm uh, planning on doing here in a little bit. There goes, oh, there goes a, there goes a four-wheeler right by me. <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, but to be able to do these things again, uh, it's it it's revived me. I just I'm so excited to to be able to get out there and do these things again. Um, you know, everybody should do it. And if, again, I go back to that modern carnivore thing. Check it out if you don't if you don't hunt and fish, you'll see something a little bit different with that uh, with the program uh, that that Mark Norquist has put together. It really is a neat thing. And that's. Uh... How, how can they get over of that website, Mike? Is yeah, just modern, modern dot com. Uh, Awaken the hunter within, and uh, he's got it's just a tremendous website. Lots of information uh, on how to get involved in the outdoors, and he he followed three brand new hunters, and I mean brand new. They were green, and they walked them from A to Z. You know everything from firearm safety in the classrooms to the uh, to the range. Uh, they were doing the scouting. Um, they were literally one on one with a with a mentor. They went through the gutting process and butchering in the, in the kitchen. They did some squirrel hunting and, and pheasant hunting along the way. They really got you know to be comfortable with their firearms and comfortable with uh, you know trying to find places to hunt where we you know we know where to go. We we go to the Mille Lacs 
we go to the likes of the management areas or, or the wa- uh, management uh, or walk-in access programs or the Superior National Forest. We know these things, but these people are absolutely don't have the first clue of where to take that first step and you've done that for many years as you roll in the dnr uh but uh you know as far as getting kids involved or women or or other adults and and it's been a successful program so we thank you for that and of course this weekend take a kid hunting weekend going on today and tomorrow so that's a good opportunity for uh adults that do know how to hunt getting their kids involved yeah, and, that, and that's been a the kind of a sorry state of affairs that you know there's a lot of adults that don't take their kids out. So they don't. They're so busy in their lives that they just want to get away and you know spend a weekend uh, or several weekends away from the family. Well, uh, we've been losing that tradition of the outdoors, and and like you know, Kudak and, and I aren't going to be around forever. We need some young people following up behind us, and that's that's going to be crucial when we talk about you know Mille Lacs Lake or Lake Superior or you know hunting lands and and the, the all the different federal programs out there. We need people to understand uh, the what what you know the, the, and being good stewards of the outdoors and taking care of the land and the waterways because if they don't know what's going on, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and they don't take care of it. Yeah, and, and that, that's right. You gotta. You know, start these kids, kids young. I mean, get them off the computers, get them, get them, get them out there and get them to do something. Get them out in the woods and, and, and show them, you know, what deer sign is or, or where, you know, what a squirrel's nest looks like or, you know, like the, you know, how, how to train a dog or, or just get out in the woods and, and see what's going on out there just to go watch the grouse or, or anything. I mean, I enjoy, I just enjoy now that I'm, I'm in my, uh, little older years here. I enjoy sitting in the deer stand. I don't have to shoot anything anymore. I mean, it's yeah. nice to see the deer, and, you know, and I can shoot lots of does and fawns and bucks, but you know what? I, I'm getting pickier in my older age, and I don't uh, I don't shoot the little ones. I let the little ones go. If it's a big buck, I'll shoot it. If not, eh, you know, I I got a long season, you know. If I, if I get one, I get one. If I don't, I don't. I guess I don't worry about it like I used to. Yeah, well, that's the key that, you know, if you, you shoot, you're done. Um, you know, basically, and, and if you can be choosy like that and you, you don't have to, geez, it's a, it's a great thing to do. And then make sure that you bring somebody along with you that hasn't had that opportunity and let them see, you know, that like this morning was so cool. It was a tremendous sunrise this morning. And I, I got one photo of it and, and it was just, I sent it to my girlfriend and, and, and it was amazing. Absolutely amazing photo. And you know, that made my day. And then when the geese started flying and, and we got a few, the sandhill cranes over the top and the swans were honking, you know, I, I just sat back and just enjoyed it. And you know, that's what the outdoors can bring to you is, is peace of mind. Well, it's just something as simple as just kind of knowing what's going on outside. I know the other day we were at work and, and it was pretty breezy and, and we got a call from one of the members saying, well, what, what's the weather though like out there? And I said, well, it's really windy. And he said, well, what, you know, check your weather app and see what it says. Mine says it's going to be windy there all day. And, and I was like, well, I'm not a weatherman, but at the same time, yes, it is windy out there. But these people that are stuck in an office all the time, you know, until you step outside, you don't realize uh, how nice it is some days. And you, you look at the forecast and you think, oh, it's going to be crappy all day. And, and then, you know, you get outside and you realize, well, Jesus, isn't that bad? Maybe I should have been out here all day. I, I agree. I think we, we far too often look at the weather forecast and it looks like rain for tomorrow or the next day. And you know what? If you've got the right clothing on and you don't have to spend all day up there, but 
uh, Mother Nature is still alive out there. You know, the deer don't care anymore. The ducks love I would that monsoon that we just had. The ducks would love that because uh, they don't mind. You know, the ducks are already wet. They don't care. The fish are already wet. They don't care. And uh, they know how to deal with these things. Uh, and you don't have to worry about them. That's why you don't have to feed them. Um, you know, all these sort of things, but you don't know that until you spend some time out there. And quite frankly, if you don't, uh, if you don't get off the TV, uh, well, then, you know, that weight does keep piling up. And I've lost uh, 14 pounds since I, since I left the DNR. And it's all about, you know, getting physical and being part of the outdoors again. Well, I think, Kudak, the real reason is the DNR, we're not paying for his meals anymore. He's got to <laughs> buy them himself. <laughs> you never pay for those anyway. <laughs> I believe I picked up the last tab. I, I know, right I anyway. know, I know. We just had to give you a little <laughs> bit of a hard time. But you talked about uh, conservation and just enjoying things uh, earlier, cold front. But I know... One thing we've chatted about in the past quite a bit is, is you know, not only Mille Lacs, but now they're looking at changes up at Lake of the Woods, looking at changes on Leech uh, as well. But, uh, you know, I've always been at the, the person where, you know, you kind of take what you need and, you know, throw the rest back. But unfortunately, not everybody is that way, and we have to have limits for a reason. But it does always seem like it kind of comes sometimes a little bit too late um, and we've chatted about a lot about this on the show. How about rather than having, you know, here it's a slot of 20 to 26, there it's a slot of 18 to 23, here it's a slot of 20 to 22, you know, just lower the overall limits and, and kind of open it up a little bit, you know, maybe a three or four fish limit statewide rather than trying to be a magician and trying to get everything perfect all the time. Oh yeah, and 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 it's tough to do. It is a science, and I would, uh, I you know, I would defer, and maybe you can get uh, Don Ferrer on, uh, the ex fisheries chief, or uh, uh, you know, he'd be able to talk a little bit uh, more about these sort of things. But yeah, I only take what I what I need. I don't pile up the freezer like I you know I, like I did at one point in time, uh, and all these limits. It's it's hard. It's really hard to do these things because you're trying to figure out how many fish are in Black Lake, you know, by uh, scientific ways and, and studies that they that they know, but it's all science based. They're not taking guesses at this thing. Um, you know, whether it's Lake of the Woods, you got experts that are looking at at the numbers, and and you know, I defer to them at this point in time. You know, they know a lot more than I do. I got gut feeling out there. I know Kudak, you've got strong uh, opinions on these things too. But these guys uh, are are educated, and they spend a lot of time, uh, just like yourself. Uh, on uh, you know crunching the numbers and and using methods that that are that are time tested. But what about uh, I I kind of lost my train of thought here, unfortunately. But uh, we'll go to Kudak and let him respond here quick. Well, I would like to see it. I you know I I don't like you, Mike. I I go take a couple of fish. I go home. I mean, I got enough for a meal, and that's I I mean I would see. I'd like to see two fish across the across the board. And you go home. I mean, you know, you'll get the revenue back up at the lakes. You, you know, resort, resort people will be happy. The launch people will be happy. And you, you don't have a different regulation for every single lake in the state. It gets so confusing. People don't want to come here. Well, that's why, you know, that, that's, and that's a, a good point that, you know, that's why they made the changes to the northern pike because the northern pike don't grow the same in the southern Minnesota versus central Minnesota versus, uh, you know, the up in the Ely area. So, 
you know, taking a different approach to it. It's basic. It's the same in, in each one of those areas instead of lake to lake to lake. That it is challenges, but you know, everybody has their own lake and, and, and that's part of the issue too. You know, it's their lake and they want to see it um, either fixed or they want to see bigger fish. They want to see more fish. They want to see, uh, you know, walleyes instead of smallmouth or, or bigger pike versus, uh, you know, crappies, whatever it might be. And so it's really hard. You know, not only are you managing the, the numbers and the science base to it, but you have to manage people. Is that part of it, too? That was where I was going to go kind of along where Kudex is keeping up with the regs and all the different regs, whether it's, you know, you got a doe in this zone or unlimited doe in this zone and only one buck in that zone or, you know, four walleyes at this lake and two at this lake and one over 18 and one under 18 at this lake. Is it getting harder for people, you know, like we say, we always have trouble getting new people and then also retaining them? I think a lot of people personally, you know, just get fed up with it and they're like, it's too much work to read through 200 pages of, of guidelines when it could just be, you know, like Kudak said, two fish across the state and uh, be done with it. And if there's trophy lakes out there because of it, so be it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenging, but again, you go back to the people and, 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 and I'll, I'll throw this back at you because one of the things that drives me nuts and, and I know, uh, they've just, you know, on the deer hunting as, as an example, there, there were open houses all over the state. Um, and you could, um, you could talk to these people and find out what's going on. Well, the disappointing thing is that not very many people show up to these things. If you've got a, a passion for it or you just want to know what's going on, you need to go to one of these meetings. Like I know there's going to be, uh, some, uh, fisheries meetings for, for all the different lakes that you talked about earlier. Um, and I know like Lac La Parle and some of the border lakes are going to uh, change uh, possibly some of the regulations. Well, if you feel strongly about it or if you just want to educate yourself, guess what? You, you can't sit on the couch and, and, and think that your voice is going to be heard. Well, that's a lot can, of it, too. Can, People can, sound off on Facebook and think that's going to help. It's yeah. not going to help. Yeah, but you can't. That, you know, that's if Facebook, is that an education? Eh, well, no. I'll, I'll probably say no. <laughs> well, depending on what group you're in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you have to, you know, we want to make it easy, but it's also, as you well know, we can't turn a hunter, uh, a, a green person overnight. It takes time. You know, where Chris and I are right now in our lives, what we know and what we've been doing, it's taken a lifetime of experiences to get us to this point. Uh, and that, you know, if if it was easy, then everybody would do it. You know, it's uh, you're going to have to work a little bit at it, too, is what I, I guess is what I'm saying. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Cole, yeah, friend. you know you you you, you look, I, I you know the, this deal with the kids, you know, bass fishing deal now. I mean, good deal. I mean, uh, you, you can't beat it. These these high school kids are out, you know, fishing these bass tournaments. But you know, it's you you got to do other things than that. Even I think I think you got to expand your horizon, you know, into into the crappies, the sunfish, and, and other things. I mean. It's fine and dandy that, you know, the high school's got a bass league. Well, let's get the younger kids, I mean, the five, six, seven, eight-year-olds into the crappie, pan fishing, uh, out doing something out in the woods or, or whatever. Yeah, you know, you can't, it, there is no one tool that's going to do it. You know, the bass fishing is great. The, the scholastic clays programs that are out there, great for, for some kids. Not everybody likes it. You know, the kids and families need to find that, that passion that they find in the outdoors, whether it's hunting or fishing, whether it's biking or hiking or whatever it might be, and then just go for it. You know, you know, we can, we can show you how to do things and give you that first taste, but it really is up to yourself to, to take the next step and, and to run with it. 
Well, Cold Front, uh, unfortunately, we have uh, passed a lot of time here chatting with you, and we're running out of time, but it's great to catch up with you again, and I'm glad to hear you're enjoying your retirement. Sounds fun. Yep, it is, and we'll catch up with you after you get back from these next couple of trips, and we'll have to do it again. Sounds great. Cold Front, we'll see you later. All righty. Thanks, everybody. And remember, everybody, hook everybody, hook, hook them where it counts on the great outdoors because if you don't hook them, who will? Right on. Always great advice from our good friend Mike Coldfront Curry here on Outdoor Adventures. We'll wrap things up, uh, go through uh, those meetings coming up on those uh, regulation proposed changes. We'll do that when we wrap things up here on Outdoor Adventures next. There's one for you, Kudak, the madman, Ted Nugent. Best guy around when he he gets on the guitar. He's the man. And he likes guns, too, so we like him as well. Uh, Welcome back. One quick segment here to wrap things up before we get to Black Republican, Black Democrat at the top of the hour here on News Talk. Uh, Just wanted to reiterate this. We are just chatting about this with Curry, Kudak, about uh, getting involved and making your voice heard if it bothers you. The regulation changes proposed for Lake of the Woods. There's going to be an open house uh, 6 to 9. That is coming up uh, about a month, well, a couple of weeks from now, Monday, October 8th at the Lake of the Woods School. So that is for the Lake of the Woods regulations, Monday, October 8th from 6 to 9 p.m. And then the proposed changes at Leech Lake, those will be discussed here just in a couple of days, Monday night at the Walker Area Community Center from 6 to 8 p.m. So there's your chance to uh, go sound off before uh, they change, and then it's too late. Yeah, you've got to get your you got to get yourself to the meetings and let them know what you think, and they all put your two cents in. I mean, we got a lot of brown blacks, and you know, it uh, sometimes falls on dead ears, but maybe maybe they'll listen to somebody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they can do whatever they want if you uh, don't uh, talk to them about it. So, and then one final reminder as well uh, for you uh, parents out there, um, or if you got nieces and nephews and you want to get them involved in hunting, this is a great thing. They do, you know, the take a kid fishing deal. They do the take a mom fishing weekend. They do the hunting weekend, the waterfowl hunting. Um, the early deer for the kids, but this one for small game, uh, you take a kid 16 or under, or under the age of 16, you can hunt small game with them without a license. You, of course, have to follow all the rules and regs and stuff, but it's a good way to get the kids involved. Some of my uh, fondest memories were going out on the gravel roads out in the rural areas and uh, popping a few uh, gophers with the with the 22. Oh, you bet! It's uh, this time of the year is my favorite time of the year. You get up and you can put a you know, hoodie on, and it's cool out, and you can uh, you know go out and go out and sit in the woods and shoot some squirrels or, or grouse or whatever. I mean, it's uh, that time of the year, and the fall fishing's good. And I mean, it, 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 this is my favorite time. I mean, I, I if if I wanted one time of the year, this would be my time all year round. Yeah, I agree. This is is a good time. You don't really get sunburned all that much. You know, you have to say, like you say, throw on a hoodie or something, but you can always strip that down to a T-shirt later in the day, and it's just it's comfortable working weather. I work outside pretty much most of the time, uh, winter and summer, except for this uh, slack radio thing I do. But other than that, I'm pretty much outside all day, so I'll, I'll take this over 90 degrees any day. 
Oh, you bet. Well, <laughs> I am uh, heading in. I'm going in to see the, the big uh, retirement party here. Oh, that's right. You are going to be in trouble tonight, it sounds like. Do I have to call an Uber for you? Well, I just pulled up into the front door, so I'm... Uh, I am. Uh, as soon as we get done, I'm walking out of my truck in the front door, and it's going to be on. Well, just remember, uh, the pull tab odds are against you. Um, don't drink and drive, and uh, don't hurt anybody. No, no, it'd be Diet Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, maybe. Yeah, you bet, you bet. It's always Diet Mountain Dew for you. Well, thanks, bud. Enjoy your time with your buddy. All right, we'll talk to you. Take care. That is legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. Get out there and enjoy this fall weather. Waller's going to be hitting here soon on Tonka, so i hopefully see you out there on the water there. And enjoy your time in the outdoors. Black Republican, Black Democrat is up at the top of the hour.